I'm going to ask you a question. What is the first team in NBA history that you can think of, include the year two, where you can say that team had too much talent to win a championship? And I sat back and thought about it. The only time or only team I can think of that had too much talent and got in their own way was the 2018-2019 Boston Celtics. And that right there was the very first time that I realized that year, 2018-2019, was the first year I ever realized that you can – have too many talented players on the team and it'd be an issue. Let's get into it. Too much talent. There is a such thing as having too much talent on a basketball team. I think, let's see, if we look back at like quote unquote super teams or just teams with too much, too many talented players, um, 04 Lakers with Gary Payton, Carmelo, Kobe, and Shaq. Um, too much talent. Um, I would say like those old Houston Rocket teams with Clyde, Charles Barkley, Scotty, and Akeem. But they were kind of old. So this team right here, I would say this is the only team I can think of that had too much talent where nobody was was at the end of their career or had even reached their prime yet. You got Kyrie Irving on his team, who's already in the middle of his prime. Jason Tatum coming off of a fabulous rookie season. Jalen Brown took a huge jump. Marcus Smart, who's already there, a dog. Marcus Morris, a dog. Gordon Hayward coming off injury, looking looking to prove himself. Al Horford still being able to move around. Terry Rozier coming off an excellent playoff run. And this team just struggled throughout the season. Um, Ran by head coach Brad Stevens, a great after-timeout coach, great playoff coach in my opinion. One of the best coaches in the late 2010s. Um, What made that team special to me, though, is... Um, the ISO scores that they had at the time. Um, Kyrie Irving was an outstanding and still is an outstanding ISO scorer. Jason Tatum was showing that he was that was going to be his thing. Jalen Brown, depending on the matchup, could get you an ISO bucket. Marcus Morris down in the pinch post, elbow, uh, could get you a bucket from isolation. Gordon Hayward was still could still go to work in ISO situations. Terry Rozier was young and athletic, still had and wasn't didn't even have the offensive bag 
that he has now, but could still get it done in also situation. They had seven players that year average double digits. Um, and sometimes that's too many. Sometimes you might need four players that average double digits and three players that are defensive stoppers. If we're being honest, everybody that I listed, those key players had the ability to be good on defense. Um, But for whatever reason, just a lot of them thought their role was to score. And a lot of it wasn't. Like, imagine if Terry Rozier kind of adopted what Marcus Smart was doing with the on-ball pressure and being a pest, but still being able to score. Like, that would have took a load off. I'm just, I mean, they had a great three-guard set, like PGs, Kyrie, Terry, and, and Marcus. And then you got Jason and Jalen, who are emerging stars in the league. I don't know. I'm really confused on why this team didn't work out. Um, Top 10 in offense. Categories that they were at least top 10 in. Turnovers per game, 12.8. They were third. Steals, 8.6. They were fourth. Blocks, 5.3. They were 10th. Assists, 26.3. They were fifth in the league. Free throws, 80%, made them fourth. Three-point percentage, 36%. Seven three-pointers attempted, 34.5. Got them to seventh. Three-pointers made, 12.6. They were sixth. Field goals attempted, 90.5. They were ranked ninth in the league. Now, they did have a defensive rating of 103.9, which was first. So you can't say um, that they didn't play defense. I think when it got down to the other end for the ball, you, like, be honest. Like, Kyrie goes out, Gordon Hayward goes out season before, 2017-2018. The young boys take over, Terry, Jalen, Jason, and, and to an extent, Marcus. So they're all looking for a you know, their roles to grow. And I believe Jason Tatum averaged about 13 points per game that year after coming off of about 16 or 17, something like that. And I I can just keep saying this over and over again. I just think that there was too much talent on that court. Now, there were times to where they were looking like one of the best teams in the league. I thought that they were going to make the playoffs. Um, speaking of playoffs, they get to the playoffs. First round versus the Pacers. 4-0. Boston scoring that series 99.3 to Indiana's 91.8. Boston's offensive rating 105. Point two to Indiana's offensive rating of 97.2. And I don't necessarily look at the scoring team-to-team, uh, team, not player-to-player player on team-to-team, team, but team, just team-to-team team in general. 
I look at the offensive rating and defensive rating, stuff like that, to tell how wide of a gap it was with that offensive rating of 105 to 97. To me, that's a <coughs> excuse me, that's a big enough gap. Top performer in that series was Kyrie, of course. 22 and a half, 4.5 uh, rebounds, 7.8 assists, 1.3 steals, shooting with an excellent 42-42-88. He shot the same percentage from, from the field that he shot from three and still shooting close to 90% from the field. I mean, from the free throw line. Now, this is the series that got me. This is the series where I was sitting down watching it, and I'm like, how are y'all not winning this? Second round versus the Bucks. They lose 4-1. Milwaukee's points throughout that series total was 113 to Boston's 104.4. Big difference. If you look at the offensive ratings, Milwaukee's 109.7 to Boston's 101.4. I mean, it's a it's an eight point three difference, but it's still a big difference. Um, I remember watching that first game, and it looked like a wrap, one twelve to ninety. Uh, nine players had a plus fourteen or higher with their plus minus. Um, now, like I said. Nine players with a uh, with a plus fourteen or higher, and in game two it was only four players. I don't know what happened. Let's go look real quick. Let's go look. Let's go look. 2018, 2019, Boston. Celtics. Give me one second. I know y'all heard about, I know y'all seen that Dame versus, um, not Dame versus, but Dame to the Bucks episode is out now. So go listen to that. If you haven't already, keep getting that up. Um, let's see. Let me get. Let me get back to that. 18-19. Let's look at that series real quick. So first game, they beat them 112-90. Second game, lose 102-123. Third game, 123-116. to They lose Milwaukee uh, in the fourth game, 113-101. to Fifth game deciding factor, one sixteen to ninety one. Tough, 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 tough. It was, it was. I don't, I still don't understand to this day how they lost that series. Giannis was averaging about twenty eight, eleven and five, one point four steals with almost two blocks a game. Middleton with a nice nineteen. 
They had George Hill averaging 14, Eric Bledsoe averaging 13, Nikola Meritich uh, uh, averaging 10, Malcolm Brogdon averaging 10. They even let Pat Connaughton get 8. Ersan Elias Soba, 6.8. Brooke Lopez, 5.4. And Boston in that series, Kyrie was 24, was 20.4, four rebounds, six assists, 1.4 steals. Brown, 16.2, five rebounds, 1.4 assists, one steal. Al Horford, 16 and eight with four assists. Marcus Morris, 15 and nine with a block. Jason Tatum, 12. Point seven, point six rebounds, one steal, one block. And then Gordon Hayward averaging seven. Like, come on, y'all. I don't understand what was happening. Marcus Smart was averaging 3.5 points in that series. And he played a total of 32 minutes. I think that let's start there like that. That's a big reason. Like you can't. That's your best on ball defender and he's playing 32 minutes. If we rank the minutes played, Marcus Smart was 10. They let Aaron Baines, Simi Ojale have more minutes played in that series than him. So that, that's your first issue. And I credit that issue to uh, Brad Stevens. No offense, but that was his fault. I think, I think there's a lot that goes into this. I think that, yes, there were too many basketballs to go around for that team, but also the coaches had to do a better job of letting the players know this is your role. I understand that you can do this, this, and that. But on this team, I need you to do this. You, you, you feel what I'm saying? Like, understand, like, Terry Rozier, you're, you're looking to create off the dribble and, and go score. But I need you to go be a passer for that second unit because Kyrie's back. Marcus Smart, I know that your scoring increased the previous season. But I need you to hone in on that defense, focus on that defense. There should be no reason. Honestly, there should be no reason why the Bucks beat them. Because if we're being honest, if we go, I want to go to the playoffs. Because let's look at let's look at Toronto versus Milwaukee four two. Series is pretty close. Toronto officer rating 108.2, Milwaukee 107.2, 107 points for Toronto 100, 107.7 points, 106.7 for Milwaukee. So that series was a lot closer than people remember, but I still think that 
I thought Boston matched up well against Toronto. They played them. They played them uh, earlier in that year. I believe that year. Nah, they got blown out that year. Yeah, man. It's sad. It's sad because y'all let Giannis get to the conference finals and then people was thinking that Giannis was really like about to be like that and it took him another two years to actually be productive in the playoffs and figure out what it was that he needed to do to get it done and not hide from the moment. I think that's what Giannis was doing his first couple playoffs, hiding from the moment. Once he embraced it, that's how he became a champion. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Trust Me or Wrong by Robert Kersey. What is today? The 28th, only two more days on this 30-day challenge. two more days y'all let y'all let me know what y'all think about the 2018-2019 Boston Celtics do y'all think that they could have been a lot better y'all think that they were exactly what they were if you don't agree with me hop on the podcast so I can tell you trust me you're wrong peace I like that, Rob. Oh my God, I love Rob. <laughs> I love him. Wait, wait.